Hey everybody, so this episode is going to be a little bit different than normal. It's going to be an unedited episode, which means I'm just going to talk into the microphone as if you and I are having a conversation in person over a cup of coffee. So you might hear some weird pauses and I might ramble with my thoughts a little bit. You may even hear my dog as he shifts around while he's laying down next to me. There's not going to be an intro or an outro. It's literally just a conversation. And normally I want to provide you a very intentional curated experience on this podcast where I give you quick, concise information that's either actionable or insightful, but that's not what this episode is going to be this week. In fact, at this moment, I haven't even decided if I'm going to give it an episode number because I want this to just be really, really casual. Like I said, as if you and I had just gotten up, grabbed a cup of coffee and sat in my front room and were chatting in the early hours about our day and about our life and what's going on. So this unique format It is a direct response to something that my body is telling me. My body is telling me that I need to pull back from the structure and I need to stop being, spending my energy and my efforts externally in an extroverted way and I need to focus inward a little bit more. So I've gotten these messages before and typically I don't listen to them. I kind of plow through. I mean, I am a, a, a goals and accountability coach. I'm a determined person and I like to do and accomplish. And so if I say I'm going to run a campaign this week or I'm going to set up my social media a certain way, I like to follow through on that commitment. However, a little bit, this is, I'm recording in mid-January and about just before the new years, my body started telling me, go in, go in, go in, just pull in, conserve your energy and focus more inside, which is weird because I've not had it quite say inside. I've heard slow down, but this time it's not telling me to necessarily slow down. It's telling me to go inward and to pull back. So um, it feels like slowing down, but it's not slowing down because I'm still being quite productive, but it's all behind the scenes. There's nothing external or visible about what I'm doing. And so when I got that message from my body and I decided that I was going to listen to it, that meant that I stopped any promotions I had planned and I even canceled all of my scheduled social media. Um, Again, this is a real challenge for me. I'm a goals and accountability coach. I had plans at the new year of what I was going to launch, how I was going to grow my audience, grow this podcast, all of these things that I really wanted to do that were very external for my business But I decided this time I'm going to honor that very quiet little voice inside of me that says, pull back, constrain, hold on and wait. So here I am, I'm doing that. And now I'm recording my podcast episode, this one about this process, because you might find that your inner voice tells you this too. And I want to talk to you about what that looks like for me. And maybe when it comes to your turn, when you hear that voice, you will listen and honor it and see what comes out at the end for you. So I started feeling this, like I said, right before the New Year's. Um, And so it was, this time I'm just listening to it, and it wasn't always something I would do. As I mentioned, I'm used to plowing through and going and going and going until my body physically requires me to stop, which means I get sick in some way. Um, But I didn't want to do that this time. I really... I am getting so much in touch with my intuition. I'm getting so much in touch with what I think and what I believe. 
that I decided to honor that quiet voice and I knew it was solid. It wasn't based in laziness because I'm still doing a lot of stuff. It's just behind the scenes. Something's telling me not to promote and to not be real visible right now. I don't know why, but I'm listening to it. And so what's the most fascinating part about this is it's amazing to see how much mental conditioning I have around scaling back. Um, and so maybe that's why I am supposed to scale back is so I can understand how much conditioning I have within me. Um, and so it's interesting because what happens is every day I'm like, oh, I need to post. I need to go on Clubhouse. I need to talk to my audience. I need to grow, 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 do, do, do. And I started to ask myself, why? Why can I, why do I need to do those things? And what came up for me was this belief. The belief is that if I'm not promoting something, either putting my message out there or promoting a product or promoting an opportunity for my audience, then I'm not growing my audience. And if I'm not growing my audience, I'm not going to get sales. If I'm not getting sales, then I'm not making money. And if I'm not making money, then my business is either stagnant, slowing, or failing. And that's really what it came down to was that I had this fear that if I was not being external and doing and achieving and all of these things that allowed me to be on the the public eye, that my business was going to have a negative impact. And so I had to ask myself, is this true? Is it true that if I'm not actively putting myself out there, that people are going to forget about me, that I'm not going to get sales, that I'm not going to have a viable business? And the truth is, no. It's not necessarily true. I've been told that and I've believed that. And I understand that actually what this is, is this is about my own conditioning as an employee. Because when you're an employee, and I haven't done the episode yet, but it's on the calendar to to come up soon. Um, When you're an employee, you have a different mindset than when you're the CEO or then when you're the expert in your business, we wear these different hats. And an employee is someone who has to go to work no matter what, because that's how they get paid. There is a direct relationship between the effort that they expend to produce and income. There's that direct relationship. But when you're an entrepreneur, when you're the CEO of your own business, that relationship is not as direct. There are plenty, I mean, I can list so many names of people who have, who do not have an online presence, who do not promote and push, who have extremely successful big businesses, We're talking multiple six figures, who do that, and even millions, even millions, and they are not out there pushing and promoting. So to separate those two and to really understand that I have this belief that my business is only going to grow and thrive if I am pushing my products, my audience, and my insights on people, well, that does not align with what I actually believe at all. So I have this internal conflict that is showing up for me right now, and it makes me wonder, how is that impacting my bottom line in the end? Because if I'm selling from that mindset, then I am not attracting people who understand that that's not how entrepreneurship works. So this is really interesting and I'm toiling it over my brain. I don't have a real solid conclusion for you yet, but it is for me quite fascinating to see my own thoughts on this issue, which would not have come up if I had just plowed through and kept going. So by scaling back and pulling in 
I am watching my own brain freak out about the whole process. Now, I do want to point out one thing. I am still in this, throughout this time that I'm scaling back, I am still honoring all of my commitments. I am still talking to clients. I am still co-moderating rooms on Clubhouse. All of the commitments I've made, I am still doing it because I'm still working. I'm just not out there pushing my energy, pushing my efforts and pushing myself out into the world. I am staying within my own bubble for whatever reason and honoring the commitments that I've already committed to. And actually I'm being really productive in other ways. So I'm, I'm not going to complain. So when it comes to this, I started thinking more and more about how businesses are set up, how we're taught to sell and promote. And this concept that my business is only viable and based on my efforts, that my revenue is, is directly tied to my efforts. And I've realized that this is kind of a, I haven't talked about it so much yet, but it's kind of a masculine way of seeing the world. Um, it's the way that we've, we see just the way businesses are run right now is that the idea that you, and it's the way our, our parents and our grandparents and the generations before them, it's that you work so you can produce something so that you can make money. It was very much when we were a more of a farming society, that's what happened. And when we were more of a manufacturing society, that's the same thing, right? It's the employee mindset or the production-based mindset. But but we're kind of shifting directions these days and we're becoming an information-based society where information and knowledge has value and the skills that you're paying for are not the tangible, I walk away with an item in my hand, but the more intangible. And when we move into that sort of business model, we are not captive to the old way of producing results, which is through selling and pushing and promoting and advertising and marketing. Uh, We're not limited to that. And so when I think about but what the other struggle that comes to me was when I think about my mentors, the people that I admire, I um realize that they seem to have this seamless personal, like seamless external um, personality. They are always available. They're always visible. They're always out there talking to people and growing their audience. And they have this whole process into place. And I was really shocked when I realized that one of the women entrepreneurs that I admire the very most, her name is Amy Porterfield. I, I, love the way she is very vulnerable and honest honest with her audience, the way she lives her life and the way she runs her business. What's fascinating is what I didn't realize is she has a team of 20 people. She's 20 people. She's reached the level of success that she can afford to have this nice size team. So when we see this seamless outward appearance, it is not Amy who's giving all of that energy out into the world. It is her team who is helping her with that. Amy could scale back and step back and conserve her energy. And she's got a team who's going to make sure that the, the, the actions and the things that, that need to be done to continue growing are being taken care of. And that's the luxury of having a 20 person team. I don't have that luxury, but does that mean that I'm somehow need to keep up with that? And I say, no, I don't need to keep up with that momentum. I get to show up and just be me and do this really rambling episode where I'm talking to myself and a microphone in my closet. And hopefully some people are listening and that's totally okay. Cause it's my business right now. And maybe someday when I have a 20 person team, then maybe I will have this seamless, perfect experience where I'm always growing. I'm always adding value. I'm always putting out into the world, but that time is not today. 
Today, I am pulling back and I'm reassessing and I'm reevaluating not only my own thoughts about what it means to be the CEO of my own business, but also what does it mean to be somebody who gets a message from themselves and says, pull back and listens. Am I okay with that? And you know what? I am. I'm okay if I don't grow my audience this week, if I don't get new followers and new likes and my Instagram posts aren't commented on. I'm okay with that because I'm listening to my body. I want to grow a business that allows me to be me. And if that means scaling back and pulling back, then that's what it means. I'm really, I'm releasing the desperation energy tied around having to always be marketing, selling, and promoting. And so this is something I really want to talk about because it's, I see it all the time, this desperation energy behind being an entrepreneur. And so when we create, actually, when we, let's start, take a step back. We can create success from desperation energy and desperation energy says, I have to be doing, I have to be doing, I have to always be going, I have to always be growing. And there's sort of a fear that if we take the break, like I'm taking now, that somehow um, it's not going to, it's all going to fall apart, right? That we are building a house of cards. And if we remove ourselves from the, the house, everything crumbles. And that's really common. Again, it's the mindset mentality that the employee mentality that we are kind of taught growing up. But what I've realized, and I, I hope if this sounds like you at all, I hope I can help you to understand that you can never create a successful, thriving business that's going to last in the long term from a place of desperation. If you are desperate for money, I understand. I have been there. I get it. Don't bring that into your business. Don't make your business the entity responsible for providing you money. Find an opportunity outside of you where you can get that money so that your business is purely based and abundant energy and abundant energy doesn't feel scared if you're not always promoting, if you're not always making sales. And so learning to find that abundance mentality, it's a process. It's an internal battle where you have to be, be, be on the lookout for what things are scaring you. Why are you afraid to do or not do something? What's really holding you back? Because you cannot create abundance from desperation. And I'll tell you that there are some people who do. In fact, I have a friend, she built a hundred thousand dollar business, really hustling for it, right? Like, and that's what we're taught the hustle, hustle, hustle. You got to work, right? Again, that's the employee mindset, but she could not sustain it because the hustle is not a sustainable way to work and last. You've got to be able to create from a place of abundance and set up systems and processes that allow you to have the times down that you need, whether it's your body telling you or whether your life circumstances show up and you need to scale back a little bit. So if you develop those systems and processes from that place, if you find a way to maybe automate how you are promoting, but without having to have your hand on the steering wheel and their foot on the gas the whole time, That's when you really are creating a sustainable business that will last as you navigate all of life. Because life, we know, is a crazy roller coaster. Good times, bad times are going to happen. We can't always operate as if everything is going to be in the good times. We have to plan, prepare, and account for the times that are not going to be so great. And so my friend, she hit that goal 
and she's never hit it again because what she put her body through, what she put her, her mental energy through, it exhausted her. And now whether she realizes it or not, we haven't had a conversation about it because she quite frankly didn't ask for my insights and I don't force what I think on people. Um, what's happened is her body is naturally going to shy away from that because it remembers how hard it was to hit that goal and it's not ever going to want to hit that goal again. It's going to have to, it's, she's going to have to force her body almost even more than the first time to get back into hustle game to create success. And I don't want that for me. So when my, bo- when my body says, Danielle, go in, slow down and, and pull back, I'm going to listen because that's what uh, type of business I want to create for myself. So what does this look like for me? What am I doing? Am I enjoying massages all day and meditating? I really wish I was. Honestly, I do. But this year for me in my business, it's very obvious at this point by scaling back and pulling back and looking internally at my systems and operations and my business and where I want it to go in this calendar year. I've realized that this year for me is a foundations year. It's the year I'm going to focus on the baseline in my business. What are my systems? What are my processes? How can I get those, the kinks worked out and running smoothly? Because this may not be a growth year for me, but I absolutely intend that next year will be a growth year. And I can't grow an amazing business on a wonky foundation. You know, foundations, if you've ever owned a home and you've had to do foundation repair, you know that your foundation decides everything inside the house. Your walls can crack, your ceiling can crack, windows can get misshapen. You've got to have a solid foundation. And that's exactly what I'm focused on. So by scaling back and going inward, I am able to take a look at how, what platforms am I using to build my business? What systems do I have in place to really create a strong foundation? So when I scale, it is a seamless and easy process. That's what I'm doing. I'm spending a lot of time in the back end of my business, the not glamorous, the part that doesn't make direct money. And I'm investing my time and energy there. And I'm, I have no regrets. Like I can see this was necessary. And if I had plowed through with my campaigns, if I had plowed through with my audience growth and my plans, and like I said, moderating rooms on Clubhouse and trying to get a Clubhouse, my own Clubhouse set up, if I had really plowed through for that, these found this foundational work wouldn't be happening and it's necessary. And sometimes it is. And in the past, I would always just sort of wait until it was a problem to deal with it. But this time I'm deciding how do I want this to look? How can I create that now? And so how long am I going to do this? How long am I going to give myself permission to go inward? Well, I, I'm going to say as long as it takes, but I can really feel that probably this is probably going to last through the next couple weeks. I'm probably going to continue focusing inward. I can just feel myself. I'm sort of getting to the point where my my mental drama has slowed down. My brain is acclimating to a pace of focusing inward. And I know that that's typically the sign when the resistance leaves. That's the sign that I'm about to really accelerate and soon I will zoom out. So I've got some ideas. I know what I would like to do. I'm going to listen to my body, but honestly, I really think I'm maybe two more weeks out, which is hard because I keep thinking that's two weeks you could grow. That's two weeks you could promote. That's two weeks you can really reach people and get new clients and sign new contracts. And I'm not going to fall into that trap again. I get to be the CEO of my business. And right now I'm focusing on making my business healthy 
and stable and strong so that when I do promote, as I get that influx of new clients, as I get that influx of my new audience, I can continue. As I wrap up this episode, I just want to tell you that if you are struggling to give yourself permission to do something, if there's something you really want to do, but you are tied to the, I should, I shouldn't, it's, this is not how it is. This is not what I'm supposed to do. All the fear about expectations and calamity that will happen if you follow what feels right and true for you. I invite you to reevaluate that and to consider giving yourself permission to do the things that feel true and right to you and trust in your ability to not sacrifice, not miss out, and not lose when you do that. And if, again, if you are feeling that desperation energy rise up, find ways to absolve the desperation. If that's around money, find those ways, but don't do it at the expense of your business. Make sure your business is rooted in positive, abundant mindset type of decisions, not fear-based desperation ones. All right, that's it for now. I'll be back with a regular episode next week. And until then, take care, my friends.